But that was just so shocking. I immediately bailed. You kept going, but for us to sort of hit the same exact note well, right up top. As 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 loyal listeners will know, we both have perfect pitch. <laughs> That's true. And before we start, before we recorded, I said A. We're gonna go with an A. A. <laughs> and we knew what that meant. <laughs> I knew exactly what you meant, and we hit the note, babe. We hit the and note. for the for the listeners who would actually know what we did. Don't tell us if it's if it is an A, then tell I want to know, and if it's not, then I want radio silence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you will be blocked from this. We will block you from listening to the podcast. We will find a way. We will find a way. I I believe that we have that power, and I will not be convinced otherwise. Um, no. Speaking of which, this is Urgent Care. It's a podcast. Um, it's an advice <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sometimes we do block people. Sometimes we are. Um, Angry, angry hosts who block people oh. from listening to the pod. We've blocked many people from listening to the pod. So if you're a new listener just tuning in, we no, you're on thin podcast. ice, buddy. Yeah, but know <laughs> that we at any point in time could remove you from our podcast. Yeah, we and we that's can. just how because we don't we don't suffer fools. We don't suffer fools no, around here. We just are fools. Exactly. <laughs> we don't suffer them because we are them. So life is suffering enough. Exactly. And that's sort of the premise of the podcast in a lot of ways. We're fools. We're fools giving advice. You know, lots of people go to their elders, their doctors, their best friends for advice. Um, you guys are and- kind of going to like their your youngers. <laughs> <laughs> Just those young, cool kids skateboarding on the corner, you know? Yeah, yeah that's the energy that we have. Um, wait, what's your name? Oh, <laughs> wow. I forgot. Um, my name is Mr. Joel Booster, and you are Ms. Mitra. Ms. MX Mitra Jahari. MX Mitra Jahari. Um, and we are, of course, here Doctor. to help you. Doctor Jahari. Doctor. Yeah. Doctor Jahari, and- PhD. Um, because the doctor was his mother. Yes. <laughs> Have Remember we said anything that made sense so far? Not quite. Not <laughs> quite. Not quite. Extremely alienating to any new listeners that we might have. But mm-hmm. I think that the loyal listeners will say, "Yes, back to ri- back to back to the golden age of 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 urgent care. Back when they said nothing and did nothing and was complete <laughs> chaos up top." They love that. They love that. Um, this is an advice podcast. If you're new, we will eventually be giving advice. But before I'm pretty we sure that, I said that. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't say that. I'm just saying that I'm saying it now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. okay. I believe you. But okay, I, I believe Joel's. I do. Okay, um, Joel. Um, the listeners probably want to know as much as I do. Um, in our last episode, you went to a pool party. Yes. Um, which is huge for both of us. Yes. And you need to let us know how the pool party was. Um, it was amazing. I stayed until the sun was going down. Um, it was really wonderful. Everyone was drunk and high. Um, there were caftans. I kept asking some, I asked my friend, 
I was like, I'm so cold. It was his house. I was like, I'm so cold. Can I have a sweatshirt? And he brought me out a caftan instead. <gasps> and so I love that. And it was um, still freezing, but it was within the energy and the spirit of the pool party. And it was it, it felt for a brief moment like my life before because it was just sort of like I don't know it was like a Saturday afternoon everyone was outside everyone was enjoying the company there were dogs rushing around um, I was I met new people and it didn't and wow. I wasn't like crippled by social anxiety in the way that I thought I would be when I first met new people like this mm-hmm. is the I, I can't remember the last time I met a new person you know welcomed a new person into my social circle you know yeah. it was really nuts um, but a lot of fun and you know and now uh, the high of the pool party is just – I crashed. I crash landed. I sure. have been in a really bad fucking mood ever since I left the pool party. Um, I know. It's 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 so weird to like have a taste of, of the nice stuff and then go back yeah. to being completely alone Because who the time. knows when there will be another pool party? You know? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just- I, I had a small gathering with my friends who were also vaccinated right before I left. And it was um, – just incredible. Heaven. Just incredible. Just to be able to like hug. <laughs> <laughs> to hug three people. <laughs> Unbelievable. Totally Unbelievable. Cool. Um, how are you otherwise? Um, bad. Like really fucking bad. I'm really just like in a terrible mood. I'm annoyed. I'm stressed out. I'm really, really anxious this week. I don't know what is going on. I will say, um, you know, because for the listeners, you know, a little peek behind the curtain, we're recording rather close to the last time we were recorded. So not much to report beyond the pool party. But I will say, it's just as a general piece of advice, I really have, I am so thankful for my Finsta. If you are, if you don't have a Finsta, get a Finsta because you think, you think, oh, Juggling two Instagram accounts, that sounds like hell. But if you have one Instagram account that only has 30 people following it, it is a freedom unlike the, unlike anything you have ever experienced to just absolutely go off on Insta, on, on your Finsta. Oh, yeah. It is an amazing feeling. And I know you have a Finsta as well. Um, I do. good luck finding our Finstas, everybody, but it is just so freeing. Um, it's like what social media should have been just me and three, 30 of my closest friends talking shit. <laughs> on Instagram with pictures that barely have anything to do with anything. What I love is that everyone's relationship with their private Instagram is completely different. Like, yeah. I don't really talk shit on mine. Mine's just me being like, here's a, here's like, um, oh, funny photo from like when I FaceTimed my grandma. Like, it's it's so boring, but I really use it as like a journal of nice things that have happened in my day. And I like enjoy scrolling through it. And then, then occasionally like vile toxic foul shit but mostly yeah. it's just so boring it's like like if people think that i post about my pottery a lot online oh you, you have check no idea what's going on <laughs> you're getting every cup you're not getting just the beautiful cups you're getting every cup on yeah. there it feels good i would just because i'm like i don't want i don't want 30,000 people to know that like i went on a nice walk but i want like 25 yeah. people it, yours know. is yours is very early facebook vibes where it was like <laughs> joel is going to class like that used to be some that used to be a piece of of content that i would put out into the world that i thought was interesting enough to post joel yeah. is going to class heading to class but i love it i love scrolling yeah. through and being like oh i did do that oh i did see that person mm-hmm. that was so nice like i keep a written journal too but i really like having this sort it feels like a companion piece to my journal <laughs> 
But if there is just something that was like noteworthy and pleasant in my life, I'm like, I'll just throw it up there so I can look at it again and be and remember like when like, you know, Geraldine came over and we had a nice night or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. But anyway, it's a nice it is a nice it's the movie. It's the movie adaptation of your journal. It is. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> when Sunita plays me on my Finsta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of an inside joke for the for the listeners. Uh, people are racist. Uh, who might, who might be? Who <laughs> oh, might be yes, in the industry? Like, yeah. That's somebody who I get confused for a lot. <laughs> um, Mitra, how the hell are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I feel like I had my first sort of like real bout of homesickness. I've been I've been away like two and a half weeks. Oh no, mm-hmm. three weeks now. Um, not two and a half weeks, three weeks. Um, but <laughs> but I, right. yeah, I, I left Liar. at the beginning of April or beginning of March. What the fuck is happening? Get your facts um, straight, woman. <laughs> I'm just lying. I'm still in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had my first little like bout of just being like, oh, I miss everybody. And I think just because like things are sort of starting to feel more hopeful and like it does feel like. Most everybody I know is either like fully vaccinated or partially vaccinated or knows when they're going to get vaccinated. Like things are just feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's making me be like, oh, God, like I'm going to I miss everybody so much. And soon we're going to be able to be together and then I'm going to be away from everybody when we get to meeting. I had my real first like sort of self-pity loop of being away, even though like I'm happy to be where I am. It just is like so weird to be so like with a certain group of people and then not, not yeah. after that after a full year of that well and good news and not to date this podcast recording because this isn't coming out for like three fucking weeks but like um you will be back i mean governor Newsom said that we're opening back up june 15th baby june 15th, oh my god and, and i missed that yeah <gasps> Oh June 15th is when everything will be open again and you will be back in time for the grand reopening of Los Angeles. Holy shit. Yeah, that's amazing. That's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay. So that just actually bide your little better. time. Bide your little time. Sit in your little fingers and, <laughs> and but, then soon enough. But otherwise good. I feel like um, the nice thing about like not knowing that many people here is like I do feel like I'm – I'm like, even even though I have, even in the time since we've spoken, watched a horrifying amount of Pretty Little Liars. Oh, God. I was so worried. I was so worried. I don't remember where I was last time we spoke, but I am now fully in season three. You had finished 40 episodes, I believe. Yeah. So now I would say safely over 50 episodes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it's been like three days since we spoke. So... It, it, I have, it brings me no joy to report, but I am 50 episodes deep into Pretty Little Liars. And it brings me no joy to report to you that you are now going to The Hague uh, <laughs> for watching too much Pretty Little Liars and talking about it too much on the podcast. I know. Um, I I don't feel good about this, but it is such a major part of my life right now. I don't really know. Like, I, like if literally, if you're like, what's up? I like, And, and I it would just be crickets. It would be silence because <laughs> If I don't talk about Pretty Little Liars, it's like I'm going on long, boring walks and I'm watching Pretty Little Liars. Do you want to hear about the walks? (laughs) Honestly, um, I can't wait for like three weeks after you finish the show and you're like, I miss my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What are their names? Aria, Spencer. um, Fuck. So Aria is Lucy Hale. Spencer is Troy and Belisario. Emily is Shay Mitchell. Okay. 
and um, Ashley Benson's. Oh my God, what is Ashley? How have what, I watched you've watched over episodes? fifty episodes, and you can't give me all four of the main characters' names. I would say this is a major, like, sort of just character flaws. I never pay attention to character names in TV shows that I watch. Uh, Hannah Marin is her character's name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it just didn't feel important to know what their names are <laughs> because to me, I'm watching and I'm like, Ashley Benson, Ashley Benson. That's Ashley mm-hmm. Benson. I'm not like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, Troy and Belisario, daughter of Don Belisario of NCIS fame. <laughs> See, that's crazy. That's crazy that you would rather learn that much information about them rather than just their character's name. Because what is Troy and Belisario doing now? <laughs> I don't <know>. exactly. <laughs> well, she's like really into like being vegan or whatever. Okay, <laughs> which we celebrate. We and she's celebrate. married to the guy from Suits. A guy from Suits. Oh, Suits. Okay, so maybe she was at Meghan Markle's wedding. He does. He there was a headline about him where he was like, "I'm so scared to call Meghan Markle now." So I'm too scared yeah. to call you. It, oh, that I'm would that would actually make me really sad. No, no, not too scared. I love to call you. I love to call you on the telephone. <laughs> okay, I okay. guess we should move on to the podcast. You know, but Here- you know, something makes me sick though. What? Another week without cup dates. Well, this is the problem because a little peep behind the curtain, everyone. We've we're we're now we've banked too many episodes. Is what has happened. Is we are too far ahead of the curve. Next episode, I bet we will have a ton of cup dates from episodes. Like th- we're just too far ahead. Is what happened because okay. of scheduling stuff. And so I don't know. I'm like, are people just not interested in circling back with us anymore? No, because like, the last new episode, the last new episode they heard was like blood. It was like bloody donut. And uh, so like, they just haven't heard any of the new episodes that we've been recording. And so okay. we're, we're going to get eventually a little bit more lined up so that the cup dates will be seem more up to date and more, um, you know, uh, present. But, for now, there's no cup dates because we're just too far ahead and people okay. don't have anything to write into because they okay. already wrote in about that guy's bloody asshole too many been, times, I would say. Okay. I've been talked off my ledge. I'm feeling yeah. better. Don't okay. worry. It's our fault, actually. It's not their fault. It's our fault. We're, we're For sorry. For working too hard <laughs> to, yeah. get, to give you guys this podcast. <laughs> not giving you timely enough advice. Um, but... You know, we love the cup dates and please do not think that the absence of cup dates means we don't want to read them because we, guess what, babe? If there was a cup date to give, we would give the cup date. Um, actually, one just came in. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's from a really old episode too, but I remember exactly the caller and exactly. Oh, come on. Load a little bit slower, you bitch. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'll read. And it's not, you know, I'll say... We might have already read a, a second opinion, a second helping. It's a, it's not <laughs> yes um, that addressed this caller. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't, but we're going to do it again just to fill in because we missed the cup dates. So I know, this one I'm jonesing. Okay, 
Um, this is about Sigmund Droid, who, um, well, it's just, she covers it. So, hey guys, I'm current on the pod, but I'm still catching up on old episodes. I'm writing in about Sigmund Droid's question about what she should talk about in therapy. First of all, you guys gave great advice. Yes. As a psychologist, I wanted to share a couple other thoughts as well. <gasps> oh First, my God. It's, wait, it's so scary. Anytime anyone's like, I'm actually a mental health professional or just any I kind know. of health professional, I'm like, get out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but wait for it. She, she basically calls us, um, therapy. She basically says we should open a practice by the end of things. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, first, when you are brand new to therapy, it is perfectly okay to tell your therapist that you don't know what to do or to talk about in therapy. Especially when I meet with a client who has never been to therapy before, I will provide them with a kind of orientation to therapy. Also, it is perfectly fine to tell your therapist that you are not sure what to talk about at any time during your treatment. It may be a, a surface issue of literally not knowing what topics to bring up during sessions, or it may be a deeper issue to explore, such as social anxiety or fear of rejection. Also, I have some clients who like to bring in a list to sessions, so we are sure to address what has been on their minds. A lot of the times we walk into therapy, I go to therapy as well, with a ton of things to talk about. Then we sit down and forget everything we wanted to say, only to remember all the minute we leave the appointment. So text yourself, like Mitra said, and bring that list to session. Finally, it is okay to talk about the good stuff that is going on during therapy. You are not required to bring a problem in each session. Accomplishments, progress, little wins, etc. are all great ways to great things to share in therapy. Love the way you guys talk so openly about therapy and mental health care. and that is the the cup date. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that was awesome. So, and I feel like I really got something from that because I always forget I feel like I always have to remind myself that I can talk about positive experiences in therapy and it, and like because I I I'm so like squeeze out every last drop, like tell her about all of your trauma mm-hmm. that you've ever experienced, make mm-hmm. it worth it and it's like part of my a big part of my life is also good stuff too and yeah. i like i feel like especially in the beginning i was just being like here's here's like everything here's everything you ever could know about me and and i i do frequently forget that like it is it is nice and like my like i should i should share those things and it's also like it's also sometimes like feels weird to get good news and like not know who to talk about it with, especially in such a bad time in yeah. everyone's lives. Like that's something that like I have talked about in therapy because like, like I got really good news like a couple months ago and I was just like, I don't want to like tell people my good news yeah, when things are so bad, yeah. but I'm also like, I got good news. And like, that was a great place I, I, this isn't like, you know, like, but it's, but I'm just like, it was so nice to be like, oh yeah, I can talk about this in therapy. And then like, I can celebrate without feeling like, ha ha, like, look at the, look mm-hmm. at me having some good news in my life. Anyway, thanks to this person for writing in. I'm so glad we read this cup date. Yep. I'm glad we did as well. And I'm going to start bragging to my therapist like Mitra does. <laughs> brag, 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 brag. Um, I ate salad for dinner, what do you think of that? <laughs> my big, Bleep out my, her name. You what? Bleep out her name. We should protect her. her no, no, no. <laughs> I know. I love her so much. I guess we should bleep out her name. I probably no. said it on the podcast like a thousand times. I don't think we need to bleep out that name. I was just being silly. No, we might as well. <laughs> okay. It's fun. It's fun. And I'm going to say my therapist's name too. Bleep it out. <laughs> bleep it out. Give more work to Ryan. Bleep it out. Okay. (laughs) While Ryan bleeps out the names of our therapists, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into your calls and emails. Woohoo! And we're back. Oh my God. Joel. Starting off with a call. 
Wow. Okay, let's hear the call. I'm ready. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Um, I was just calling because I am a white woman in her late 20s, and I just got a new job that came with um, a pretty big raise, which is great. Um, but part of that, um, one thing I wanted to spend the extra income I have on now was having someone help clean my house. I have pretty bad ADHD, and executive functioning is pretty challenging for me. Um, my house is pretty much always a mess, and it's a big cause of stress and shame in my life. Um, and so I want to do this, but I'm hyper aware of the idea of being this white woman who pays someone to clean for her and don't know how to go about it in the most ethical and, yeah, just in the most ethical way. So should I not hire someone, or if I do, how should I find them? What do you recommend? Um, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, doing everything that can sort of help someone who's maybe in need of finance. But, um, yeah, obviously I would pay well, but it just feels a little icky to me, especially after um, some recent online videos of people talking about their house cleaners. So let me know what you think um, and would love your advice. Thanks. Okay, we've got Cleaning, Mary Poppins, Mrs. Doubtfire, Bernie Sanders, A.O. Clean. Mrs. Um, Doubtfire? <laughs> She's like doubtful about like buying the service. Okay, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Okay. Doubtfire it is. Um, so, oh, baby girl, this is when I think that certain strands of wokeness have, have quite frankly, mangled your brain. Um, I, not to put too fine a point on it, but I think you are way, 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 way overthinking this. Um, I think like with anything that we do, it's good, like that anyone does, it's good to think about like how you can do it ethically and like how you can do something in a way that is thoughtful. Um, but I know like I personally don't have, I, I have not hired someone to do this for me, but I have plenty of friends who do. Same. But I don't think you have to feel guilty for being in a place in your life where you can hire a cleaning person. That is like, like you are acknowledging your immense privilege. You're not going to make a video talking about your cleaning people and the way that that video circulated online. Um, And what is that video? You know what? I'm not even quite sure. I just know that it was okay. like a woman who was like uh, talking about how her cleaning lady was like in the background and then did a response video where because people were like, you're so privileged. Do you have a cleaning person? And then they got defensive about that. And they were like, you know what? I am privileged. And I worked my ass off to have a cleaning person. And it got it is. It. Yeah, it was a little gross. But like this doesn't sound like this woman at all. Um, and it sounds like you want to pay this person pay fairly you're looking to do it ethically i don't see a problem with hiring a cleaning person on its face as long as you're doing it ethically yeah you have to pay people well and tip them well and like be a good considerate person it's it's a job that exists and you just have to operate considerately yeah don't don't think too hard about it and don't don't feel shame over 
want needing it or wanting it and the reasons like you're you're telling us about like the you you don't even need to have um adhd to need to to justify having a cleaning lady even if you didn't have adhd i think you're still justified in wanting a cleaning lady i've thought about getting a cleaning lady constantly but my house is too messy cleaning person um, cleaning person cleaning don't person. have to be lady <laughs> that is true that is true wow drag me canceled <laughs> <laughs> dragged and canceled. Dragged and canceled. <laughs> Raked through the coals. <laughs> dragged and canceled 25 minutes into the pod. Wow. Dragged and canceled um, is the new blocked and reported. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, no. Um, there is only one gender of cleaning person and it's lady. Okay. <laughs> I, all right, I'm going to dig my heels in on that. If that's the hill you want to die on. And you know, I just felt and my hair is still wet from this morning and it is 630. And that is kind of an amazing feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. You need Great. somebody to wash your your damn hair, it looks like. Yeah. You need gonna, to hire a cleaning lady to wash your damn hair. Well, a drying lady to dry my hair. Oh. Well, I just figured it was still it was so dirty that no, that's why it was No, it's wet from wet. shower. Mm. From my awesome exercise from this morning, Joel, which you haven't okay. even even brought up. <laughs> I haven't even remarked. You do You haven't seem even complimented different. me on you my exercise this morning. Congrats. <laughs> I think it's good. It's time yeah. to move on. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just go to the next call. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. Um, I am calling because I recently made a new friend who I like a lot. You know, you meet someone and you're like, okay, we're going to be friends for a while. Um, my issue is that her boyfriend sucks, like, so bad. And um, at first I was like, oh, he can't be that bad. But, yeah, he's that bad. And he just doesn't seem like he treats her the way she should be treated. And he just kind of seems like a lame dude. And I don't like spending time around him. Um, but I do want to spend time around her. And so I'm wondering, is this something I should bring up and be like, hey, like, let's hang out, but don't bring him. You know, like, I don't want to be around him, like, at all. But I really like her. And so is it something I should address and, like, tell her that we think her boyfriend sucks? Or should I just kind of, like, let it play out and just, like, try to avoid him? But I feel like that might damage our friendship. So um, any advice would be helpful. If maybe you've had a friend whose significant other you didn't like before. And so I'd like to know how you handle that. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have, like, I'm get. I really wanted to start from a place of Avril Lavigne. Um, because the 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 move is Avril Lavigne, hey hey you you I don't like your boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> hate, the, um, hater boy, <laughs> hater boy, <laughs> with an eight. July it's with an eight. Mm -hmm. Hater boy. Anybody who's calling in about hater boy, remember it is an eight, um, and it's a B O I too. Mm -hmm. Hater boy. Um, um, oh, well, that I was just a lot quicker say, than I thought. I, unbelievable. Um, I do just want to say that, yes, I have disliked partners of my friends before. <laughs> <laughs> just I think get that a, out of the way. I think that's a big part of having friends who are dating people. I think that's, for in my experience, that's a big part of having straight friends just in general is not liking the partner. Uh, I so rarely do. More often than not, dislike my friend's partners because I just don't think that they're worthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, you know, that's fine. Don't feel bad about that. Um, I mean, first of all, like one thing that I, 
A, you, I mean, okay. First of all, like you can, you can always say you just want one-on-one time with your friend. It is completely reasonable to not want to always hang out with your friend's partner. Like that is not a crazy ask. Um, especially yeah. like, and the way you make sure you do that, you say, Hey, girls night, mm-hmm. girls night. Woo. woo and you say, woo. Yeah, I, 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 I would say more often than I, I always, I mean, like, I always ask if it's okay if a boyfriend comes. I never want to, like, I feel like the, the, the baseline is like, we're just hanging out. And then mm-hmm. the boyfriend is either approved or disapproved, <laughs> like, for, for any given hangout setting. It's not the, it's not like, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've would never automatically assume that a, that a boyfriend is coming to a normal hangout but i guess this person is yeah and in that case i and if you're not comfortable saying like um please don't bring him like just plan activities to do with her that he would hate you know mm-hmm. a day at the spa let's go get mani pedis let's go to um uh one of those korean spas where you have to be completely naked and they separate yes. the genders fuck um or like get Things that require tickets and like you get the tickets and you got yes. two tickets. Hey, I have one extra ticket. I have one extra ticket to this thing. Do you want to go with me? Mm-hmm. Um, because- only if my boyfriend can come in my purse. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. If, if it's a re- if it's a new friend, you do not have the credit to t- to to tell her that right. he sucks. I forgot you just new don't. Friend. You simply do not have the credit to go there yet. Um, no, maybe someday you- down the road. But. At this juncture, no, this would ruin the friendship, I think, if you went. If I had a new friend, a new person in my life who came oh storming into my life and one of the first things they told me was they didn't like my boyfriend, I'd be like, okay, bye-bye. Yeah, for sure. I would I would definitely resent that. Um, but I will I do not need to be convinced that someone's boyfriend suck. Most no, no, most no. boyfriends suck. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and I think that's something you can bring up later or like be op- like maybe even try to like guide her to talking about, but I certainly wouldn't like ever be the one to like lead with that or lead that conversation. But you are well within bounds to not be around him and not hang out with him. That's And like- I don't think it's going to affect your relationship with her to just skip out on certain events that he's at. If you are that, if you find him that abhorrent, then I don't think it's going to, because that sounds like the worry here is that it's going to af- damage her friendship if she avoids the boyfriend. And it's like, if you plan enough one-on-one things with her, that's fine. Now, if you're avoiding going to parties because he's going to be there or group hangs because he's going to be there, then yeah, that might be a little bit damaging to the relationship in the long run because you're yeah. missing out on some of that quality time. You're missing out on all the sunsets that they're watching together. Right. You know? Well, you also just like them. if if him being at a group setting where there are a lot of other people you can talk to is like that stressful to you, then like you need to figure out why. <laughs> like Because because I do think like if you're around like eight friends and like he's also there and you want to die because he's there, like you're letting him take up too much space in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like you can just ignore this guy in a group setting. It's really just figuring out the way to avoid like third wheeling this guy with this guy that sucks. Like, but I feel like if you're with other people, just don't talk to him. Like you don't, you by no means have to make a guy who sucks feel comfortable by like Mm-mm. engaging with him and like making sure he has fun or whatever, like completely ignore him, say hi and then get the fuck out. And then 
never be alone with the two of them because it will be annoying as fuck yeah. and like that sucks and you shouldn't have to deal with that. Every night is ladies night with you to the point where eventually they might be like, are you a gender essentialist? Like what is going on here? Why, why is every night ladies night with you? This is making us uncomfortable. But yeah. until that point comes, every ladies night, night is ladies night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, great. Well, we celebrate um, you. problem solved. We celebrate you. The boyfriend sucks. We trust you. Um, yeah, we didn't. We There's not even a single detail in the voicemail about why the boyfriend sucks. We did not even question that. We just accepted it wholesale because yeah. both of us know that boyfriends suck. Yeah, for sure. Always. Well. <laughs> Always, Mitra. I hate all the boyfriends. They're all annoying with their videos and their skateboards. <laughs> Just all so specific with. <laughs> I hate when all boyfriends make a HBO special called The Golden One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, plug your boyfriend special on our podcast. It was like the only Jesus. detail I could think of. <laughs> That's really telling. That in your relationship with Wit, one of the only, one of the standout things is his he HBO, has an special. HBO special. Well, You're I was like, what, what like can I say a- that is so specifically him? <laughs> and you could and you couldn't you didn't go to Big Big Baby, you went to Big Big Baby. Big Teeth also. Big Teeth, <laughs> big, teeth big ass. <laughs> Huge ass. Once you once you it's one of those things where it's like you don't notice and then once you notice it's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Huge ass on a skinny body. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This Um, is an email. You should read it. Okay. Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, Sandaya is Mitra. Um, Interesting. What? I'm just saying interesting. We've never gotten that one. We've never gotten it, but it is true. (laughs) With the same body. Um, (laughs) I get an Instagram DM every couple of days from this guy I met eight years ago and have never seen again IRL. We work in the same field, but live in different countries. The messages are always extremely horny, but not necessarily directed at me. Just a lot of talk about jerking off and being naked. For a while, I've been responding like, ha. (laughs) For a while, I've been responding like, ha ha, totally. But now I no longer wish to be on the receiving end. I'm too much of a coward to ask him to stop. And also, I don't want to stop responding because I don't want to hurt his feelings. Plus, we occasionally have nice chats about things that aren't his throbbing member. Can you help me think of subtle ways to get him to knock off the peen talk? Thank you. I'm going to get that surgery that lizard people get where they split their tongues in half so you can both sit on my face at the same time. (laughs) Amazing. <laughs> wow. For, for there to be a new take person. on the forum with the lizard thing. I, I know. Mean, a two so years, rare. Almost two years in, go off. So rare Slay. that we get someone who truly like busts it wide open like mm-hmm. that. And we celebrate that here. Honestly, that alone was enough for me to be like, we have to put this on the big exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, um, so we've got DMs, throbbing member, horniness. Um throbbing member okay um a haha totally um what was the oh i was remembering so god to rep but rep, but i was remembering um helicopter and haha <laughs> that, that's what haha <laughs> <laughs> totally vibes um okay tricking off being naked this one's hard um yeah, this one is tough <laughs> this one it might be the one that we have to cut dead air from mm-hmm. um well, let's just take a couple steps away. Throbbing member, members only jacket, club clubhouse vibes. Um, 
Kiwanis. Um, what? Kiwanis. You know, the thing that you're a member of, Kiwanis? It's a club? I don't know what that is. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> National Honor Society, National Horny Society. Gorgeous. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) International Horny Society. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a truly international story. And that's what's so beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Crosses the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, One can only assume the Atlantic. Um, So International Horny Society. Um, This one is so strange to me because I, I don't think that there is a subtle way after so many years of talking about throbbing members in the DMs to get this person to stop other than to one of my favorite, 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 favorite things is to soft block, Mm. soft block him. And then all of his messages will go into filtered. And then he might not even notice that he doesn't follow you anymore. Um, But with his messages in the filtered inbox, you'll never have to see them. Mm -hmm. And and he will notice that you're not seeing the messages and not responding to them. And hopefully that will be enough. But like that seems like I mean, not responding at all seems like the most subtle way to get him to stop. Yeah, I mean, I I totally get this vibe which is like i want to let this i want the i want the thing that i don't like to stop but i don't want there to be any consequences or like ill feelings toward me at all Mm -hmm. um which is very difficult uh slash i think kind of impossible like I, i think like a normal person can take it when you say i would like for the twice weekly horny messages to stop i'm now i've now hit my limit and then mm-hmm. and then they will stop it's so i i don't know it's very interesting because like they are having like these other sort of lovely conversations i guess my question is like do you really care to continue having these lovely conversations like is this person like an indispensable part of your life if not why not just say can you stop messaging me it sounds like you will literally never have to see this person again yeah and i understand the concern of like working in the same field as someone but it's like i don't know is it worth years of messages that make you uncomfortable and you want to end i'm just like i i understand not wanting to have confrontation and there are shade like you can soft block you can ignore the messages you can I don't know, whatever, like there there are ways to do it, it that are like, quote, more subtle, but they will still result in this person noticing that you're not seeing things or responding to things anymore. Yeah, so, there's probably not a way to, re- to do this that won't hurt his feelings a little bit. It's just sort of modulating how much you want to hurt his feelings and in what way you could train him like a dog. Like if he talks about other things, respond to the other things. And then as soon as he talks about jerking off or being naked, you don't respond at all until mm-hmm. he brings up something that's not horny related. And then you respond to that. You could try that. I mean, I, I, I do think it kind of sounds like that's what's happening. Like it's like because our, our emailer is being like, I'm saying haha, totally. It's like if I were sending someone like a picture of my like tits or something and they respond haha totally like, <laughs> i'm not sending them a second picture of my tits <laughs> totally. you know so <laughs> so i do think like just taking what we have in front of us with this email i do think that's kind of already what's happening and they're not getting the message 
Um, so I do think there's a world where you say, which sucks and isn't fun, where you say, hey, I, I'm, I'm actually not okay with getting this kind of message anymore. I love talking to you. I love having these great conversations. If you want to keep having these conversations, that's, I would love to do that, but please don't send me those photos anymore. Period. <laughs> like, or please don't send me these horny messages anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, there's not anything. We work in the same field. The messages are always extremely horny. There's nothing in here that, that suggests to me that they're having ho- lovely conversations outside the horny messages. He says we occasionally have nice chats that about things that aren't his throbbing member. Um, that's all. I'm, but I'm like, yeah, that, that's why I was like, how important is this relationship? Like, because no matter what, Ignore him or have like a goodbye, stop doing this conversation. He's going to see that you're not looking and you're not engaging anymore. He's going to be aware of what's happening because you've had such regular contact for for almost a decade. So I think as much as it sucks, it will be over much faster with a convo. But you can certainly soft block and send him to like the limbo of filtered messages or whatever. Or you can just do the Pavlovian thing of like, anytime he brings up a throbbing member, you change the subject. You don't even ha-ha totally it. You just do not acknowledge it yeah. at all. And and I think because as much as we laughed at like ha-ha totally being obviously a, a, a brush off to you and me, clearly it's not a brush off to him and he needs some more, further instruction. And I think like dead silence and a change of subject might be the <laughs> thing that, that he understands. You should respond with just like horrible, devastating lies every time. Like, can you? Hey, can you actually not send this to me? I, I, um, my my car accidentally just got like my car. I accidentally just drove my car off a cliff. I'm in the car, (laughs) 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 or whatever, (laughs) or something like more realistically traumatizing. My dog is in the hospital. My dog is in the hospital. Send help. So tell a really traumatizing lie every time that can be the sort of the Pavlovian experience yeah. <laughs> every time you get something horny. Hey, so how much blood is like too much blood to lose in a day? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think we helped this person. And you luck. know what that means? That's I think time it's for time break? for a break. Wow. We've earned it. We have earned it. We're going to get to a break. And then when we come back, we'll get back to you. And we're back. Wow. Wow. We hit the reset button and now we're ready to go. We have so much energy. We have so much energy. I'm going to demonstrate that by reading this fucking email. This fucking ass email. Your attitude today. Off the charts. (laughs) Fine. Improving by the minute. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, shout out Heather. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm in my mid-20s. I've gotten into this situation a few times before, and I haven't handled it super well, so I wanted to reach out for another perspective. I live in a big city and am on dating apps. I live with a few roommates, so whenever I match with someone in COVID times, I prefer to go to their apartment to hang out and cook and hook up. My roommates are very COVID safe, so they're not pro restaurant meetups at the moment. I have an IUD, but still prefer to use condoms with new people I'm hooking up with to hopefully avoid ST. 
STIs. I'm very fine with raw dogging if I am sexually exclusive with a guy, but until then, I just don't want to take the risk if I don't have to. However, I'm not really sure when to bring up this conversation because there have been times where we start to hook up and one thing leads to another and neither of us acknowledges protection, so we end up having unprotected sex. Then, after the fact, I feel very nervous and paranoid and upset with myself that I didn't clarify my preferences. When should I mention to a person I'm going to hook up with that I prefer to use protection? Sometimes it's unclear if this person is wanting to date, get to know me, or just hook up, so I get nervous to bring it up too early because I don't want to insinuate that I'm only hanging out with them for sex. I have never had an STI, so am I blowing this fear out of proportion? Should I be more relaxed? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Would love if you both sat on my face. XO. Okay. Okay, so sort of horny vibes again. Condom. Um, um, so you got Durex. On Trojan. Um, damsel in Durex. <laughs> damsel in Durex. Durex. Like, like damsel damsel. in Durex. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Does damsel that, okay. in Durex. <laughs> okay. That's perfect. Um, so here's the thing is that in gay... At least on Grinder, um, maybe not so m- much on Hinge or Tinder or whatever Bumble app you're using. Um, it's very common to see people that say like safe only or th- something like that. I don't know. Chelsea, you're shaking your head. Yes. So have you seen this on your dating apps? Oh, no, I'm just agreeing that it's very common to ask or to like talk about it. OK, mm-hmm. but in even in straight circles, you would say? I would say, I feel like I would not, um, I, I would definitely bring it up if I were. Okay. Well, because I was going to say my first piece of advice is to put it in your profile. I don't know how straight people operate and I don't, I don't know how straight people operate on these apps specifically, but putting it in your profile is like a really good way to just like slip it in and have it out there. And then you don't have to interrupt the, you know, the foreplay to, to, um, figure it out is if I you find say, a place in your profile that says like, hey, I only play safe. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've I've certainly like I hadn't thought about that. And it, it is just such a nice like, you know, a, 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 a guy who's cool with it will see it and just like not bat an eye. And a guy who's not cool with it is someone this person doesn't want to be going out with anyway. How yeah. lovely. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so efficient. <laughs> when something is just so practical. <laughs> but we're going to think of more less practical things too. But um, but I also think like it it's one of those things where like in the moment it it doesn't like we're conditioned to think that it's like this isn't you're not being fun. Like you're you're ruining the moment. Like I yeah. will say like as like as a chick who has hooked up and like has been in like I, I just like I've been in this position where you're just like oh god like am I gonna just like bring up condoms right now that sucks it's so lame I'm so boring I'm not fun and it's like then you just like f- it 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 feels like it can feel so it feels like almost embarrassing the first time you do it because you want to be fun and you want to be cool and all that shit and then you just do it and then it's over it's fine like yeah. the times that I've done it you know it, I've and I've been with like nice guys who like like are totally cool with it but it but it is it's just like oh ugh, this sucks and or like if if they're not bringing it up before me because there've been plenty of guys who have brought it up before me um but it's just such a quick exchange normally hey hey do you have a condom yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then it's that's literally it. that and yeah, then it's, it's also this that. fun moment where like you're both like so turned on you're like oh my god oh my god like we're waiting we're waiting go 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 it's funny it's funny and then we go <laughs> yeah it's great um you can also like 
I I often skirt around the issue by asking very quickly, like when we're in foreplay, like, hey, when was the last time you got tested? Um, that's like a really good way into that conversation. And mm-hmm. then sometimes leads to us not using a condom if it's been if they've been tested recently. I will also say, and I want to say this really quickly. Um, so I'm on prep, which is um And uh, for those of you who don't know, is a pill that uh, gay men or anybody, actually, I don't think that women can take it yet, Um, but gay men take to um, protect against HIV transmission. So it's sort of like our pill, um, only it takes uh, away. And I've talked about getting STIs on this podcast regularly. I sometimes use condoms. I sometimes do not. Um, I will say if you are using condoms but not using condoms for oral, then you're not doing it right. And if you're fine giving head without a condom, then by God, just don't use the condom if you're not that worried about it, you know, because you can still transmit and receive uh, STIs from giving head without a condom on. And I trust me, I have been and know people who do use condoms for both giving head and intercourse and that is by god i love them and they're safe and they're um you know they're they're living by their own set of rules but i will also say getting an sti not that big a deal and people will disagree with me on this i will get i will get dragged and canceled once again um for this that people will talk about super gonorrhea and antibiotic resistant strains of stis it is i don't think that big of a, a specter to be worried about right now and i think that um, getting an STI is not the end of the world. It's a shot in the butt and then some antibiotics. But I will and- say, though, like this person is experiencing like massive amounts of stress out of after every hookup because of the fear that the, like I, I think like the real thing for me is like just forcing yourself to have that conversation. It's not, it doesn't feel like a sexy conversation. But if you're with someone who is like considerate of your needs and making you comfortable, then it should be a very short conversation that ends well. And then like five seconds later, you're fucking, you know, like, or you've, you send them out to go get some condoms or whatever, but like it, you shouldn't be like, feel like you're in a nightmare after every time you have casual sex, especially right now when like you have to put so much effort Mm. into hooking up, like you should be able to have that be a fun experience. And for you that it involves having a condom on while you're fucking. So yeah. like make sure that happens so that you can have an amazing experience or at least a, 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 a not scary afterward experience. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just bring it up when you're making out in the room. <laughs> like if you want to like have like a moment, like the, where you're like, this is the moment when I have to do it, do it when you're making out yeah. in their room. And when you're making out, just stop really quick and say, Hey, you want to have sex? And he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you say, do you have a condom? Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then you continue. Yes, you know? and then you That's go. It. That's it's it. great. It's, it happens just like that every single fucking time, I promise. <laughs> it's so easy. There it's you so go. easy. And if, you, and if you're like really, really, you can also bring them with you too. Like you can yeah. to just make sure, sh- like just to make sure, like usually people will have them, but you can also just, Hey, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, beyond even just using condoms, just get tested regularly every three yeah. months and more. If you're having a lot of sex, I certainly do it more than once every three months. Um, so 
Yeah, that's the biggest protection that you can have is knowing your status. Joel, I love I love learning from you. No, you know. Um, yeah. Have fun. Have fun out there. Have fun. Get out there and have some fun. Get out there and have some fun. Okay. Okay, voicemail time. We got a voicemail. A pristine voicemail. A pristine voicemail. Hello, Mitra and Joel. Um, I have a predicament. And that predicament is I have a crush on a boy. Um, I am a straight woman, unfortunately. Um, I have a crush on a boy. And I talked to a mutual friend of the boy to ask for, just to ask if he's single, which led to the mutual friend talking to the boy's sisters. And now the sisters have set up a photo shoot. Um, (laughs) The boy's a photographer. And so the sisters were like, hey, don't you need a model for this photo shoot? Um, You should ask this girl which is me. Um, And so he did, which is bananas, because I'm not a model. I'm just a girl (laughs) who has acne scars and body insecurity. And yeah. So I said yes, but now I feel like I should have said no. And then just been like, but do you want to get coffee or like go on a date or something? But yeah, so like in a week, we have week and a half, we have a like photo shoot scheduled. His sister is going to be there at the photo shoot because she's also a stylist. Um, they're a very creative family. And I'm freaking out. And I feel like I should stop and just like not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I kind of feel like I should cancel the photo shoot because i am in my head about it and i don't think i'll give a good first impression but i also feel like you know i said yes to this thing and it it could if it if it goes well it it could be a cool little first casual meeting (laughs) i don't know y'all any advice or thoughts or humor and levity in this situation would be great thank you all right. All right. <laughs> Our most so relatable got, call. <laughs> we've, yeah, truly, we've got a supermodel, Tyra, Heidi Klum, um, um, Heidi. Um, Paulina Portskova. <laughs> Tyra Banks. Tyra. Thanks. Tyra. Tyra. Tyra not. Around your finger and remember to go to the <laughs> photo shoot. Tyra not because they're tying the knot after the photo shoot. Yeah, Tyra not. Great. Okay, <laughs> that's one of our worst ones ever. <laughs> Tyra not. Tyra not. I was like, I hope you guys Tyra not. <laughs> you know, like Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think she should cancel. It sounds I, so bad. <laughs> I, I believe she should cancel. I think that as someone, we have both had our picture taken before professionally, and it is uh, if you are not comfortable, it is miserable. It I'm is very uncomfortable. Miserable. I, I hate always having look my scared. Taken. I 
I'm not being fun. <laughs> this I don't know. I this person sounds beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds horrible. First of all, you're on your first date with his sister. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. His sister, the stylist. Stylist is a cool job. So we've got a photographer and a stylist. We've got the cool. You're meeting the cool family at their place of work for what they do for a living. And you're doing something for the first time. I guess it's not a first date, but it is like a setup. And it just sounds like an app. Truly, if, if you were like, describe a nightmare <laughs> that you could realistically have, uh, this would this would be this would work. This would okay. really check a lot of boxes. It, it, yeah. And you have so many ways to cancel so many good excuses to cancel. It's a week and a half out. Like, just do it because this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen on your first quote unquote date with this man. I'm the photographer, Mitra. You are um, the girl. Uh, you are Tyra. The sister. Not. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're, I'm Tyra. You're, okay. you're Tyra, not. Okay. Okay. So, um, where are you from? Um, mouth closed. Actually, mouth closed. Thanks. Um, so you're you're really pretty. Um, do oh, you thank have you. a job? Nope. Thank- mouth closed. Mouth closed. Sorry. Please. Sorry. Sorry. Keep sorry. the pose. Hold the sorry. pose. No. Sorry. Hold the pose. Sorry. Hold I, the pose. Sorry. Oh. Hold the pose. Where are you thank from? You. Right there. No. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> You can't talk while you're getting your picture taken. <laughs> it will be a fully static. Okay, like, that, we did good improv. <laughs> <laughs> you know I always crave to do improv. We too. were being funny. <laughs> <laughs> we so rarely are on this podcast that we have to call it out when we are. Um, well, our our little skits always fucking bomb, but this one was good. <laughs> <laughs> because not only was it funny, but it was true to life. It's true exactly what will happen if you do if you do if you go through with it. Well, exactly. Well, we were sort of did what you know, you 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 play what you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're drawing off your lived experience. Um yeah, it sounds really bad. Cancel. <laughs> you have to cancel. Say you got COVID. Like j- just lie. Something something has to get in the way COVID. of this happening. Exposed. exposed That's perfect. Because then you don't even have to prove that you had it. You're just like, I don't want to expose you. I was exposed. Yeah. I don't want to expose oh, you. What are we gonna do when we lose that excuse? Oh my god. I guess we'll have to go back to saying that someone <laughs> like is I got really bad news about a family member's health. <laughs> 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 and then being haunted when they actually do have a health scare later. Yeah, but uh, out of say you exposed you were exposed to COVID after you're done quarantining, you'd love to take him out for coffee to make up for it. <gasps> you killed it. That's perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Please, please, Tyra Not, let us know how this goes. Please let us know. And I hope to God you canceled. Yeah. Okay, and that is the show, everybody. <gasps> what a Joel, good one. To I end- was in to end on improv. To end on how's improv. How's it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. I feel uplifted. I feel truly like I've done what I came to do today, which was improvise with my friend Mitra. Um, <laughs> and, and my mood you, is lifted. That's what you come here every time to do, but most of the time we don't do it. And even when mm-hmm. we do do it normally, we do a bad job. Mm-hmm. And today we can really say that we did some good improv. And that feels amazing. And on a high note. <laughs> Ended on a high note. Ended um, on a high note. 
You guys, we are um, going to need more cup dates from you. Please, everybody who we have helped, please respond. Please let us know how it's going. If you need some help and you would like to receive some care from us, um, the number is 323-334-0371. Or you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. This last young lady used voice memo to send hers, which, you know, we're not necessarily in love with. But if you do do that, please include like a quick little summary of what your call is about when you do that so that we can quickly go through them. We get a lot of calls and it's just easier when we can sort of sift through them quickly um, and not have to listen to all of them. Um, So that's that from me, Um, Mitra. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you to those of you who are still here listening after all these years. And most of all, thank you to Joel Kim Booster. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Mitra. You're welcome. Goodbye. Bye. Great.